The internet is slow today, or something's slow. It's being uncooperative, that's what it is, and I don't like it. Better shape up, or else. Me talking tough like I'm gonna be able to change something on the internet. Apparently, oh, there we go. The stream is active on TikTok, hallelujah. I, I appreciate it when things actually work. Good morning to everybody, hope you had a great long weekend. Yes, my, my weekend was extra, extra long, but I hope your long weekend was magical. Uh, Kayla Draconis, greetings and salutations. First one into the chat over here on YouTube. Oh, it's good to be back in the office, but it's going to be a hot one, and it's going to be a hot one in here. No ventilation. It's very warm. But no sounds of jets overhead, so that's something. Good morning to Zombie, who's second, coming in from Twitch. And uh, yeah, traffic moderator, cool. We, we're all set and ready to go. Today is a great day. It is Tuesday, the 5th of September. It is the first day back to school in the GTA for most schools. Not all schools, everyone's got a staggered start. But my kids are in school and many people watching are dealing with first day back. And I really wanna talk about back to school safety and back to school stuff. We touched on it last week, but we'll touch on it again uh, because it's important. It's that Whitney Houston thing. You know? Children are our future. What are the what are the lyrics to that? Anyway, uh, if you're watching and don't know how to interact with this uh, thing called Ask a Traffic Cop, let me break it down for you. We are broadcasting on a number of platforms: YouTube, Twitch. Uh, well, let's start at the beginning of the list. I'll read it right off the screen: <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as Twitter, now called X. If you're on any one of those platforms, other than Twitter you can actually interact with us. We have uh, JD, who is our magical behind the scenes, uh, <laughs> behind the scenes uh, producer who is taking your comments off of TikTok and uh, bringing it over to uh, Restream so I can see them. But if you're on any of the other platforms, I can see them directly. Uh, Instagram, you are watching or seeing me in this vertical box uh, because it's a dedicated phone that's on Instagram because they haven't figured out how to give me uh, RTMP access. I, I'm just not fond of, of, of Instagram for that reason. So I invite you to go to trafficop.ca along with the folks coming over from Twitter and then you can participate as, you know, someone who just asks questions and get answers. Trafficop.ca uh, or go to, uh, what is it, youtube.trafficop.ca. Straight in there, right into our YouTube page. Now, if you go onto YouTube, I'll be able to put your comment on screen just like this. Boom. See? It works so easy. Uh, we got Tim Shallow who says, good morning, Sean. Good morning to you, Tim. Uh, and, of course, we already co commented about Zombie being here. Uh, Akela wishes that he could have gone to the air show. I didn't watch it at all, and I, I really do love the air show. Uh, I used to go all the time. Uh, Michael says, uh, Michael sent a happy, a smiley face. Is that a smiley face? That's not even a rob... It, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a not... I don't know. It's not the regular emoji. Uh, zombie is skipping a workout today to play Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's a reason not not to work. Okay. Uh, I'm not familiar with that game, but cool. Uh, Stephen Bell with a good morning. And Alan, Angela Topping with a good day. I must hydrate before we get into things. So if you don't know how this goes, this is a, a show that is, well, pretty much dictated by you. If you got traffic and police questions, I'm a traffic cop. I answer them. My name is Sean Shapiro, and uh, this is one of the many things I do. And I think it's really funny. ECSF on TikTok says you have the voice and face for radio. 
Uh, that 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 if if anyone didn't figure that out, that was a backhanded compliment. But I'll take it. I say it all the time, actually, so it's all good. However, I was on television this morning. I was on BT doing a a, a remote. So uh, that was I think it's the first time I've ever done a remote where I have the uh, the television anchor in my ear and I was uh, you know uh, the live eye on the street type thing. So it was cool. It was very nice to uh, to chat. Uh, it was with Tammy Sutherland. She was the anchor that I was that I was chatting with. Uh, on air. I have yet to see it, so if you caught it and it was uh, not bad, let me know. Uh, I got a couple of people messaging me saying they saw me, so that's cool. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Kids go back to school. Oh, Stephen says in London, kids go back to school tomorrow. I know he's from London. That's why I can say that. Uh, but uh, yeah, here... They go back to school today, and it was a really one. Of, it's one of those things I would have loved to have been at home uh, to see my kids off to school. But I, I'm here so that I can talk about everybody else's kids because you know it's not just about me. I want to talk about the ways that you can be safer going to school, driving to work while people are going to school because it seems like we've forgotten. It seems like we need to have a back-to-basics discussion about rules of the road. A lot of people here that are new drivers, a lot of people who watch the show uh, are, are newcomers, a lot of people who are just here for the dad jokes. Whatever the case is, whatever the reason is uh, that you watch our show, I'm thankful that you're here. But I do want to talk about ways to be safer. And they're not new to just today, but I want to review them. Being on time, so important, right? It's stressful when we're not on time. When we are running behind schedule, everything goes out the window. Logic and reasoning sometimes too, because people make really bad decisions when they're racing to avoid looking bad. It seems to be a big motivator. We don't wanna look bad. So we do things that maybe not the best choice, maybe go a little too fast, maybe get a little more aggressive. Just leave earlier, <coughs> excuse me, uh, just leave earlier. Do things to make your life easier. If you can leave earlier and have less stress on your commute, wherever you are going, your life is gonna get better. I guarantee it, it's gonna get better because there's no stress. I would rather be an hour early than a minute late. And I think most people would agree that that's the way to be because no one wants to be the person who shows up late, the last person in the classroom, last person at work, the person who's getting into trouble with their supervisor. It's just not cool. Leave early. And I do this by putting my clothes out the night before. I don't have to think in the morning. It's not shopping for what I'm going to wear. I, I, first of all, I don't care about fashion. It's whatever is clean and fits, right? That's how, I, that's how I operate. It's a little different than everybody else. Either way, best plans make for an easy uh, execution of said plans. And, uh, yeah, get good sleep. Lack of sleep, poor decision-making, it all goes together. And what's happening right now is everybody and their cousin is trying to get to the same place at the same time all whilst avoiding being late. Just be early. And there's so much you can do when you're early. Taking podcasts, stop for coffee, like there's, there's benefits to being early. Okay, we'll come back to more back to school stuff in a little bit. Kenneth Kane has a question. Uh, how do I check my outstanding charges and tickets so I can get my license back? Well, if you have outstanding charges that you have not paid for, but you've been convicted of because you never responded to court, well, you can go to the ministry and say, do I have any outstanding fines and pay them. If you, uh, so that's like any service Ontario location should be able to help you out with that. And if you don't have your license, you've already probably been suspended for lack of payment. Just go to the ministry, they'll give you a bill, you pay it, uh, you pay a reinstatement fee if you've been suspended. And then within four days, you'll have your license back. It's usually four working days to do that. Uh, you could also contact the court if it's stuff pending before the court. But I, I think from the sounds of it, you've already, you know, unfortunately gone down the route of owing money. Naeem has a question. Um, 
Are there issues with insurance if you get into a collision with tinted windows or windshield? <laughs> Interesting discussion topic because tinted windshield is absolutely prohibited. It's illegal. It's unsafe motor vehicle. Could you get uh, into insurance problems? Yeah. You have an unsafe vehicle. Could they well, deny your claim because you're driving with an unsafe vehicle? I take your license plate. You would lose your ability to drive that vehicle if I caught you on the road. Simple as that. And, and that goes for other police officers, too, not just me. Uh, but, yeah, there's lots of charges. You're obviously contributing to the safety uh, or your ability to operate your motor vehicle safely. So tinted windows, there's a legal permissible amount of tint you can have. But if it exceeds that, yeah, I think your insurance company is going to look at you and say, <laughs> we're not covering you. They could deny a claim for that for those things. Absolutely. Uh, your insurance rates can also skyrocket. You're doing things to make your vehicle less safe. So, yeah. Oh, and if you don't tell them about it, uh, they could deny your claim as well. Like you, you need to, to disclose certain modifications to your, of your vehicle to insurance because uh, they're insuring a vehicle as, you know, as new or, or as factory. You start doing modifications like that, you don't tell them, that's a good way also to be uh, denied a claim. Hmm, not a good thing. Do I know Sheriff Mark Lamb? I think you mean Lamb. Uh, we, I think we are f Facebook and uh, Twitter and TikTok friends, but we, I, I don't believe we've ever met. He was speaking at an event that I also spoke at, but he was there in person and I was remotely uh, there. I was at the, this is the Smile Conference, Social Media and Law Enforcement. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we've never met. And Michael says, that Friday with Frank guy, can we get him on as a guest? I think that's a great idea. Uh, Friday with Frank, is a, he, he's a deputy sheriff, and I believe he works for uh, Sheriff Mark Lamb, if I'm not mistaken. In any case, I'd love to have him as a guest. Uh, I will have to reach out and make that, that suggestion. Okay, uh, this, this is all about your questions, so ask them. And also, let me know, do you have people that are going to school today? Are your kids or sisters, brothers, family members starting school today? I'd like to know. Uh, question from user 105, lots of numbers. Can I possess red-blue lights aftermarket and use in parking lots for fun but not on road? Um, that is a question that is a good one. And it's a good one because is it against the law to own red and blue lights? Is it against the law to display them in your motor vehicle? Uh, you know, it's, a siren is prohibited to be installed, but red and blue lights isn't something that I think is prohibited unless it's on. Uh, and that's my interpretation of it. Another, another officer may charge you for having them displayed. Is it personation? Is it someone, is, is it going to be alleged that you're impersonating a police officer by even having them on, not using them? Possibly. You know, th this is, uh, you're getting into murky water. I would suggest against it. There's nothing that you would want less than to be identified as a police officer when you are not one and end up being shot at or attacked or approached for help. Um, it is a bad scenario. And I've seen many, many cars on the road with fake police lights actively being used because they, I guess they were goofing around on private property and forgot. Anyway, you cut it, not legal uh, to use. And it's just a generally bad idea. What kind of fun are you gonna have? All right. Uh, Zobby took uh, their son for the first day of JK. Awesome, congratulations on first day of JK. That's a big deal. Um, Mikhail says, can I be penalized for driving with high beams in the city? Yes. There's rules about high beams. Uh, the rules are you can't use them when approaching oncoming traffic within 100 and 
50 or 60 meters. Uh, and oh, now I want to look it up. And then for from behind it, what was it 100? I don't remember the numbers. <laughs> Let me look it up. Because you know what? Getting the actual numbers that constantly dance in my head and change, you know, because they, they, the same. I just so infrequently reference these things. Um, low beam. It's failed to use, failed to use lower beam. Okay. Oncoming, it's 150 meters approaching. Following from behind, it's 60 meters. There you go. See? I had all sorts of numbers jumbled up in there. Uh, but yeah, if you use those improperly, you can be charged. Now, if nobody's around, you're not blinding anybody. Uh, you're, you're, it's not against the law. You have to be within an, that 150 oncoming or 60 meters following. That's the deal. Uh, question. Oh, and you want to know, it's $110 and two demerit points for that uh, failed to use lower beam. So your life has a question. So frustrating when cars go for the pass on a merge on lane in stop traffic, what are the fines? Uh, pass on a merge lane. So they're bumping out and using the merge lane to bump up in traffic? It really depends. There's no specific uh, charge. It could be careless driving. Uh, depending on what we see, could be amped up from there. Uh, could very very well be uh, drive off roadway if they're taking shoulder sections to make that possible. So there's some potential charges there. Um, what are the fines in particular? Hmm. Well, careless, you're looking at, was it is careless 395? I'm asking like you're going to answer me and I'm going to hear it. Careless. I think it's oh, 490. Why did I think it was 395? Anyway, uh, yeah, it, it really depends. It's inconsiderate to say the least and unacceptable in my opinion. Uh, but it depends on, it's so many people do it and they don't get anywhere. They move up 510 cars, they create... Uh, all sorts of angry people on the road because it's a road rage instigator. It's 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 just ignorant. Yeah, don't don't do that. Careless can carry charges up to ten thousand dollars, according to Devin. Uh, that's true because there's a ticket price, and then there is the you go to court and you're found guilty. Uh, in court, there's a, a fine range. And if we go into that careless driving, uh, actually no, not ten thousand. Sorry, it is two thousand. On conviction under careless driving in Ontario, it's a four hundred to two thousand uh, dollar range, as well as and a, a jail or uh, a term of imprisonment for a term no more than six months. So ten thousand is for stunt driving. It's two to ten. Um, are you in a different province? What are you looking at? Are you what, what are you looking at for the ten thousand dollars? Because I see two thousand. Okay. Uh, Stephen Bell says I watch TikTok videos every night with Mark Lamp. And Frank, a lot of information. Yes, however, it's American information. I still love to have him on the show. Okay. Uh, Alex has a question. What's the policy on rear plate obstruction? Example, bike racks, drag parachutes, and others. I don't know how many people are posting or mounting drag parachutes to their personal motor vehicles and licensing those for the road. Uh, I would suggest they should not block any uh, any license plate. I, actually, I don't think drag parachutes would be street legal, uh, just for the potential of having to deploy accidentally. Um, yeah, thinking that's not a thing. But rear plate obstruction, bike racks, or uh, anything, you can't have them. You can't even have dirt on your license plate. You can't even have a license plate cover. So yeah, license. It's a hundred and ten dollar fine. Uh, the uh, the the argument is, well, how do I move my bicycle? How do I take things around? 
The answer is you relocate the license plate to a legal and viewable area. It has to be legible. And if you're going to drive at night with it relocated, you can't just have it zip tied to the bicycle. You need to actually have it relocated with an, a, a means to illuminate it with a minimum of three candela power. Things that stick in your head. Apparently not distances with high beams, but three candela. That's one that sticks. Okay. Can you get jail time if you're caught with an illegal firearm? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, criminal stuff, some uh, highway traffic act stuff will put you in jail. But criminal stuff pretty much all has the ability to put you in jail. And firearms are pretty serious. Pretty, it's, it's like it's worse than running a red light, I'd say. Hmm, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, what do we got here? Uh, the rocker. Is it illegal to have a little bit of a smoked license plate cover? It's illegal to have a clear license plate cover. It is illegal to have a license plate frame. You can't put anything on your license plate. It is one of those things that nobody uh, or very few people get pulled over for because most coppers are, are busy looking at the big four. They are looking for the people who are you know, engaged in behavior that's serious, uh, uh, or, or leads to serious injury or, or death. That's what that's the deal. We're looking for the big stuff. Uh, but you just reminded me by saying, by asking me about things that have people focused on bigger, better, more important things. I neglected to mention Vision Zero Enforcement Team, and they are they are worthy of attention. Uh, today, September fifth, the Toronto Police Vision Zero Enforcement Team. Uh, are focused on 14 Division and 33 Division. Those are the neighborhoods of Christie, Ossington, Annex, Little Italy, uh, Park Woods, Donalda, Baby Village, York Mills. Those are just a few of the neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. So our officers are out there focused on the big four. They're looking for people who are driving over the speed limit. They're looking for aggressive drivers, distracted drivers, and impaired drivers because they want to try to change driver behavior. It's education through enforcement. I do the education through social media. They do it through enforcement, and they do a heck of a job. They, they write a lot of tickets, and it's not because they're inventing things to issue tickets for. There's people who are doing really stupid things on the road, and they're driving motor vehicles while they're doing them, putting lives at risk. Well, what happens if you can't learn through other means? You'll learn with a ticket, and eventually you accumulate enough demerit points that we take away your license. Actually, we don't because I wouldn't wait that long. I wouldn't wait to, uh, to take away a license to all the way to accumulating enough points to take it away. But the ministry, they have these demerit points and they determine when they're gonna take the license away. Um, yeah, they're, they're much more forgiving than I am. Anyway, that's where they are today. If you don't wanna meet one, don't break the law. In fact, we'd ask that you never break the law. The whole idea is, is to challenge you to not break the law, thus not meet a police officer with a ticket book in hand. Now, today being first day back at school, we have more people on the road riding, walking, driving, and they're all stressed out. They're all trying to get their kids to school. Kids are trying to get to the first day. I say kids, young adults, persons who attend school. Yeah, they all want to get there and they want to get there to, to go and expand their knowledge. Even if they don't want to expand it, they're, they're, they're kind of forced to. Anyway, please be safe on the road. Give yourself lots of time to get to where you're going. Uh, please focus on driving. Put the phones down. It's illegal. It's a $615 ticket, regardless of whether or not it's safe. It's not legal. But we really want people to get to where they're going and back home again, safe and sound every day. So please be part of that good side as opposed to the, the uh, traffic violator, the agent of chaos that is adding to all sorts of things. Not only is it illegal and dangerous and all that jazz, but it actually 
contributes to traffic congestion. You know, when someone's busy sending an email where we're trying to figure out what to order at Timmy's, they're not driving. They're congested. They're, 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 they're just not responding because they're not paying attention. They're distracted. And then everyone is late or annoyed. Don't, don't be that one. You know, it's like that intro for the movies where it says, you know, don't be a Tommy Texter. Yeah, really don't. Um, yeah. Oh, there's no, I don't know what better way to get the message across. And by the way, if you know people that, that are violators and you're in the car with them, tell them that it's unacceptable. You have rights. You deserve to be safe. I wouldn't drive with someone who is, you know, sitting there texting and driving. I want them to take care of me and make, get me where I'm going safe and sound. Never mind the fact that, you know, if they hit someone, it's going to make me late. That's terrible. I'm kidding. Uh, it's going to be a terrible day. Uh, if, if they hit somebody, whether it be a car, that takes you off your program. Just wait till you, you get to where you're going and you can sit and text all you want, probably on Wi-Fi. Okay. We covered that. Your favorite skater. What would you like to know? Someone is turning right and I am in the sorry, and I'm in the turn lane going left. Who has the right of way? So generally speaking, if you if neither has an obstruction, if you both have your own lanes, you can both maneuver because you're going into a two-lane environment and neither one of you has to worry about right of way. You're both going. You both have to ensure you can make your turn safely, complete it safely. If you're going into a one-lane situation, generally speaking, the person making the right turn on a green has the right of way because they're not crossing over a path of traffic, oncoming traffic. So the person making the left has a higher bar to meet. But at the end of the day, if you collide, it's not good for anybody, and uh, it's going to be an argument your insurance companies make after the fact to determine how much your insurance rates are going to go up, and it's not going to be good for either one of you. Make sure you can make the turn safely. That is all. <laughs> I have spoken. <laughs> Frank Alameda wants to know, why don't electric scooters have license plates and insurance? I'd like to know the same thing. I think they should be. I think anything on the road with wheels should be licensed, insured, and being operated by people who have been trained and shown some level of proficiency. And before people say, well, hey, kids are allowed to be on the road. Yeah, and they should take a bicycle course. I think everyone should, especially in a big city. You know, I grew up uh, you know, in and around the GTA, and in rural areas, I could see that being less of a big deal. In fact, there are people driving tractors. But in the city, it's dangerous. It just is. Driving a car is dangerous. Riding a bicycle is dangerous. Skateboarding, walking, everything is dangerous. I hate to say it that way, but it is. And you run a risk. And if you do it without any knowledge and background and safety, knowing what to look for, you run a higher risk for yourself and others. Uh, so that's the answer. The answer is they don't, and I don't know why, but I'd like to see it. Personal opinion, of course. Uh, not endorsing any particular message for anybody else. And I, and I will tell you that nobody agrees with me. When, when it comes to the city, it's too expensive to employ uh, a licensing system. Uh, those scooters are actually prohibited in the city of Toronto. There's a pilot project allowing them in certain jurisdictions, but not in Toronto. Uh, it is, a, it is, it is a, an interesting situation. And those people riding uh, scooters, by the way, $110 bylaw for operating a prohibited vehicle on the road. That's for a scooter on the road, not allowed. Not allowed on the sidewalk, another $110 bylaw fine. Uh, not allowed in the city. They're prohibited here. So expect to be ticketed, charged, and if you're in a collision, oh, boy, are you responsible for being in a place. You're the, you're, you're the greatest uh, way to get a ticket is to get, get into a collision. Because, <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm... I'm, I'm 
I'm somewhat polarized when it comes. It's a polarizing discussion. A lot of people like these these products. I actually have a scooter, private property owned. Okay. That was a frank question. Jules, if plate cut. Oh, I love this question. If plate covers are illegal, why are stores allowed to sell them? Um, because they're not illegal to possess. They're illegal to use. Uh, they are not a regulated item. It's not a firearm. It's not a, uh, a thing that requires a license to purchase. It's a piece of molded plastic. And uh, that would make you know, all plastics regulated. And we're not, it's, it's not going anywhere. The stickers on the boxes of these products likely say, and used to say when I was a kid, uh, that they are not for street use. And they, you know, as a warning. But, you know, we have SKUs or you have, uh, like, um, Canadian Tire sells products for the entire uh, country of Canada. Other provinces may allow those. So they have a SKU. It's available everywhere. At the end of the day, a piece of plastic isn't regulated, but its use is when it's on a motor vehicle. Thus, it's your responsibility to follow the rules of the road, not the Canadian Tire sales catalog. Legally, how long after consuming marijuana can I drive? When you are sober and no longer under the influence of marijuana, I don't have a specific number because everyone processes this kind of stuff differently. Alcohol and drugs take a different amount of time to process in your body for each and every person, which means I can't give you a specific number. Uh, should it be days? Maybe. Uh, could you have zero? Can you guarantee that you're zero? Um, I can't. I, I don't have an answer for you. I'd love that she knows. Okay. Guy named Daryl. What happens if you drive away from a traffic stop? Like you fail to stop and you're fleeing from police, you're, you're, you're going to be initiating a pursuit. Uh, do you mean a, you, you've given over your driver's license and you leave after? That's different. Uh, there, there's different charges for different things. Why? Why would it even be a question you'd want to know the answer to? Because it's not a lot. It's not something you should be doing. Uh, so irrelevant of what the consequences are, wait until the police officer's finished. First of all, stop for police. And then if you stop for police and you are not happy with the way it's going and you want to leave, just wait. It'll be over. This is where we have to be grown-ups. We wait. We, 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 if you do something wrong and you're being investigated, uh, just, just stop. And if you get a ticket and you don't agree with it, take it to court. Don't, don't run away from the police. This is beyond bad idea. Uh, my phone was mounted and my wife called me and I, and I tapped it to answer. I believe you said we can answer it, uh, when the phone is mounted. If not, I will no longer do it again. I promise. If your phone is mounted to the vehicle, you are permitted by law to momentarily, uh, you know, swipe or, or hit a button to answer and you to do the same thing to end. That is the extent of your contact permitted. Uh, and the courts have supported that. So you don't have to worry that that is, you're good to go. Akela Dracona says, the torch run. The torch run have a draw for a hot tub and a golf. Hey, how you doing? Are you joining me today? <laughs> I'll see you in a little bit. I'm on air now. Well, I'll be done in uh, half an hour. Uh, Sergeant Jason Kraft just popped in to say hello. He used to be in traffic services, specifically in the, well, he's still traffic services, but he used to be in the media office with me. It was fun. It was fun times. Okay, so. Back to reading the question aloud. The Torch Run, have a draw for a hot tub and a golf ball drop. Golf ball drop? What's a golf ball drop? Both for Special Olympics like the one 
they run for the Harley. Cool. I'll have to find the link, and then I can promote it. I shall do that when I find it. Or if you, you put it in the, in, the, in the Telegram group, but I'll know where it is. Uh, Big Jeff Fresh says, Happy Tuesday. Currently enjoying a quiet home or house. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to miss having the noise. Well, not that I'm ever home when they're you know at school, but I, I like it when my kids are around. I'm one of the weirdos who enjoys all that stuff, being dad. Mind you, I also occasionally lose my mind when they are all jumping up and down at the same time while I'm trying to read or something crazy like that. Uh, Nagib has a question. Is it legal for front plate on the dash instead of a fix to the bumper? Rear one is on back bumper. Uh, no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, your front plate must be in the prescribed place as per the regulations, and that is in a, in a conspicuous location at the front of the vehicle. What does that mean? Front bumper, front grille, tow hook adapter, front of the vehicle, very front, as opposed to you know 30 to 50% away into the vehicle and behind glass. Not only is it illegal based on location alone, it is also unsafe because in the event of a collision, it becomes a free-floating projectile, which is somewhat sharp. I call it the Ontario shuriken. Uh, yeah, not legal. If you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day, except you know, holidays and days I take off and stuff like that. If you uh, if you are interested in following us and getting notified whenever we go live, then then follow us. And and if, while you're there, please retweet, comment, like all that stuff. Uh, share if you are on TikTok in particular. Please tap that screen like it's going out of style. It it tells the algorithm that we're doing something right and that others should come join the party. I will talk about a couple of things while we're waiting uh, for questions to come in and because uh, there are questions here I, I see you those of you who have questions in the queue I see you but I'm going to give it some time uh, to get some more questions in because I want to talk to you briefly about becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service very very quickly I will not dwell because I've not had any questions about it but I want to make sure I talk about it here we go if you're interested in becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service, we are hiring. You can go to www.tps.ca forward slash careers, and that will take you to this magical website where you can get information about all the positions that we are currently hiring for. Of course, the one that we, most people want to know about is police constable. Uh, hey, look at that. There's a button that says apply now. On this page, all the information you need to know, but if you need more information, remember that you can always reach out and speak to a recruiter I would say that there are telephone lines open and they're standing by. I actually don't know where they are today. They could be at events all over the city. But they are the ones who know everything about the process, and they are there to help you. So if you would like to become a member of an amazing service, a great place to work, uh, you know, this is, this is a big police family. And it's the, the, even if you're not a police constable, you're, you're part of the service. If you're a special constable, parking enforcement officer, comms operator, or a civilian, let's see what kind of roles are currently posted. Hey, they got new jobs posted. Uh, they're looking for a job evaluation consultant in labor relations, an armorer working with firearms in the, uh, in, in the college, and an intermediate technical analyst radio infrastructure. I know not what those are. I do understand what an armorer is, but I don't know what an intermediate technical analyst does in the radio infrastructure section. But if you are one of those people, then I suggest that you get in here and apply because these jobs are posted and then they are taken down because they are filled. And it may be days, months, years until there's other opportunities. But I would suggest you check back frequently because different jobs are posted on a regular basis. Yes. And, and while I'm here, 
I can talk to you about this. Uh, Traffichop.ca. Let me put that on screen. All right. This is my, it's called Linktree. And if you go here, you can get all sorts of information from all the social media platforms where we post stuff and things, uh, where you can actually go and get to useful links. Now, what can you do? Well, this is the, the quick and dirty access to the important stuff curated by yours truly. Uh, if you'd like to make some police reports, you know, like, uh, oh, I don't know, parking issues, uh, if you want to make reports about driving complaints in your neighborhood or of a specific motorist, you can do that here. If you're a pedestrian or cyclist, you can start your collision report here if you're involved in one, uh, and then you have access to another reporting center just for pedestrians and cyclists, One that, that's actually located here in the building in Minute 9, Hannah. Uh, but you can do most of the work before you even get here. Uh, let's say you want to get your driver's license. Hey, driver's license handbook, so you can study for your G1 right here. Uh, motorcycle license, there's the information for that. Uh, driver's license check. Let's say you want to you know, lend your buddy Bob a car. He shows you his driver's license. Is it valid? That link will allow you to check and make sure it's valid. Because guess who's in, guess who's in actually responsible if Bob lies and gives you a suspended license? <laughs> Both of you. He gets charged for driving on a suspended license. You get charged for allowing someone with a suspended license to drive your car. Bad things happen. Uh, renewing your license plate. Hey, it's free in Ontario now, but you actually have to go and do the paperwork. Well, the paperwork is electronic. You can also sign up for re uh, renewal reminders for your health card, your driver's license, and your license plate. Here's a breakdown on demerit points, how to choose the best child seat for the age and, uh, and whatnot, uh, the proper appropriate child seat, uh, a link to someone who could help you install it and teach you the right way. Look at this. This, is, this list is getting ridiculous. Uh, cycling in the law in Toronto, riding an e-bike. This is the provincial uh, rules, kick scooter rules for the province. Uh, check to see if a used car is stolen before you buy it. New residents, you want to know the laws in different provinces uh, or in Ontario and the others. Uh, these are good things to know if you're visiting or if you are a new resident. And hey, if you have an amazing experience with a member of the Toronto Police Service and you want to give them a compliment, and this is not me looking for compliments, I appreciate y'all. You follow me, you, you contribute and participate in the show. That's more than enough for me. But if you had a good experience with somebody out on the road, they don't hear enough good things. So you have the opportunity of giving them a compliment, and that gets to... Uh, you know, some somebody who gets paid a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> to, uh, I, that's not the right way to present this. Someone with a lot of rank. <laughs> Someone not me. Someone with more management. Uh, you know, that's where I'm going with this. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. But that's what I said. Okay. Uh, Michael. Michael Diaz. If I run a red light and catch the red light camera and a cop also sees me, do I get both tickets? You can. Um, just because a camera was there doesn't mean that it caught you, doesn't mean that you have had the charge laid. Uh, you could be ticketed for both. And the one that we write comes with demerit points, while the one that the machine writes does not. So, uh, yeah. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the sweat box. <laughs> not too bad. It's not, it, well, it's not bad yet. Sergeant Campbell joining in the, in the, in studio. We were just... Uh, the uh, we were discussing the concept of being uh, red. Oh, so it's behind uh, the idea of whether or not you can be charged for red light offenses while you are also uh, caught by the camera. Can an officer also write the ticket? And and my answer is that 
well, sure you can get a ticket because there's no guarantee the camera actually caught you. And we give you the better ticket, the one that comes with the merit points. Right. Uh, but if you were to happen to get both tickets, I'm sure you could take that to court and explain that not only were you a bad driver and going through red lights, but you were caught in two separate ways. Kind of puts the nail on the coffin, doesn't mm, it? Maybe, maybe. And that's up to the court. They might excuse you for the one, uh, for the automated one, if you had proof that you had already been hit with the other one. Uh, can my license plates get pulled if I'm on a temporary 10-day plate? Yeah. Your license, if you, if you are doing something you're not supposed to be doing, um, you can most certainly lose your plates. Like if you have an unsafe motor vehicle, uh, if you're, if you, if your plates don't give you authority to drive an unsafe vehicle. Right. So a temporary 10-day plate it just gives you the opportunity to receive your car and take it around and get it properly certified and, and inspected properly. Uh, it allows you to drive it for 10 days temporarily. Mm-hmm. But doesn't give you any special exemptions from any other rules. Yeah, I, I think there's a belief that a 10-day permit means you can drive an absolutely unsafe vehicle on the road, and it's 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 a misnomer. It's a it's a it's it's bad information. Right, absolutely. So the 10-day trip permit would only be issued if the vehicle was actually fit before the date of the sale, and that's to try and weed out the ones that are just shouldn't be on the road at all. But it still does happen. Yes, Akila Jacona says hi, Sarge. Good morning. And uh, Stephen Bell has a, uh, gets a little upset. Let's see what they're upset about. I get a little upset with my wife when we're traveling on the 401 and the driver was weaving in and out of the lanes for not calling 911 for either speeding or impaired driver. What do I do? I'm not following. Let's try this again. Uh, why are you mad at your wife and why is she weaving in and out of lanes? Yeah, I'm not sure if we're directing the, uh, the, the, the anger in the right direction. In any case... Uh, is it, what do I do if someone's weaving in and out of lanes? Do you call 911 for speeding or impaired? Well, if you believe that the person is in fact impaired and you believe that the person that you're observing is a risk to public safety, uh, then 911 would be an appropriate call. And that's going to be a judgment call on your side to determine if you think someone's in immediate danger. That's, that's reasonable. Absolutely. Driving dangerously um, puts everybody at risk, including you and your wife in the car. So if that is an immediate danger to you, sure, 911's a, a perfect way to, to call. Um, in Toronto, we have the ability to uh, submit driving complaints that are followed up uh, with officers, but it's followed up at, at a later time. And if there's evidence that can support a charge, the charge is late. If not, um, we at least make contact with the driver to say this is what is observed. Um, our threshold for laying a charge is a little bit higher than... Um, we have to have proof that who the driver was mm-hmm. at the time um, and then the offense that occurred. So sometimes we can lay a charge. Oh, we want to lay a charge for yes. bad drivers. Sometimes we just don't have enough evidence to do that. So uh, definitely report it either way. Someone asked if uh, if Toronto Police car, well, we have a, qu- a couple of questions. One, what happens if a TPS car fails to use their turn signal because they saw a TikTok of it? I saw the same TikTok. Um, listen, we should always uh, signal. Everyone should always signal. It's just a good habit to be in. Technically, under the Highway Traffic Act, if the signaling, if the movement of the vehicle would affect another driver, then it's required. Driver, pedestrian, pedestrian, any person, other person. Any other person using or might ought to be reasonably expected to be using the roadway. 
what the Sarge said. So <laughs> the, uh, the the you know in that particular uh, situation, would it be required? I I would have used my signal because I use my signal all the time because I believe in building good habits. Signaling all the time means I'm going to signal all the time, even if nobody else is around. I very rarely look around to see if I have to signal. It's just such an automatic thing for me. So in a situation where a police car doesn't signal and it's determined that they've broken the law, would we issue a ticket to the to the the police officer? I suppose that if another officer saw them uh, not signaling, if, if they intentionally chose not to signal, I, could they be charged? Maybe. Yeah, uh, and you know what? We receive driving complaints uh, about our officers uh, quite often. We are expected to drive in a different manner than mm -hmm. other citizens are out there. Um, same as, as uh, fire um, uh, responders and paramedics. Um, we have a few exceptions that we're allowed to do um, to be able to make it through traffic quicker. Signaling. Could be one of them, might not be one of them, depending on the circumstances. But if somebody's around and absolutely observes it, yeah, there's probably a reason you should be using your turn signal. And and I mean, while it could be a failure technical, like technology-wise, you, you, it probably wasn't. Like, I doubt that that particular situation was caused by a faulty flicker. Uh, I, am, I assume that a circle check was completed prior to. I assume, I would hope. Um, but yeah. Uh, but it, it can certainly be uh, submitted as a complaint against the officer. For sure. And, and it'll and, be investigated. And the truth is, sometimes there's a lot going on and people make mistakes. And you know what? Um, it's those things that, those, those minor offenses that we would hope that we would give some people breaks for. And maybe we give them a break too. Maybe. Yep. Uh, but uh, my, my answer, by the way, on, the, on, that, on that comment on that video, in the video, was like, in the comments, was no, not, not cool. Should have signaled. Uh, do cop cars have automatic plate scanners for suspended license? So automated plate scanners scan license plates. The license plates come back with the registered owner. If they were suspended, we'd be seeing that. So it, it all trickles down from there. So with the introduction of uh, the removal of valve tags, uh, the government uh, invested in technology to help police officers and police agencies out. Um, that includes uh, ALPRs, which is automatic license plate readers. It can be set to uh, trigger an alert depending on um, what the police agency wants um, put on there. Suspended drivers, outdated um, stickers or outdated license plates, um, stolen vehicles, wanted people, uh, all that can be uh, programmed in to alert the officers. So in answer to your question, yes, can be done and is currently being done by ourselves and other agencies uh, right now. Yes. I, uh, I had an opportunity a couple of weeks ago where I was uh, um, traveling in the Peterborough area in Highway 7. It's a four-lane road. Uh, I was traveling with a flow of traffic. Everybody was not speeding because there was a couple of police cars with a car pulled over on the right-hand side. So it's amazing how that slows everybody down. It's good. But as I went by, one of the police cars pulled out behind me and came out and passed me and weaved its way through traffic and picked one of the cars in the group out and pulled it over. And I noticed on the top there, the ALPR was active, as you can see when it's on. Obviously, they got an alert that something was going on with that one specific vehicle, <laughs> one specific driver, and was able to pick them out of the the group and uh, and stop them, which is awesome technology. Oh, truly, because things that would otherwise go on unchecked or by or could be easily missed, I should say, are caught. And, and that just means safer roads and, and, and safety for all. Because it's not just checking for 
uh, someone who forgot to renew their free license plate renewal, it's looking for all sorts of things. And there are people who are trying to evade detection that, that need to be caught. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, during my recent trip to Halifax, Nova Scotia, I noticed that Nova Scotian vehicles have pla only have plates on the back. What's the difference between Ontario and Nova Scotia? I like my rear camera catching plates of vehicles behind me. Uh, well, basically, uh, different rules in different provinces. Each one has their own rules. Ontario, when uh, when Premier Ford uh, came in, he said he was going to get rid of it, save money, right? They were looking at uh, saving 50% of the production and cost of, of plates by issuing only one. And they went to the, uh, it was in the OACP, the, uh, the, the Ontario Association of Chiefs of Police, and, and floated the question. And my understanding is uh, the response was overwhelming that two plates is safer than one for identifying vehicles in situations like uh, the, um, remains. Ember Alerts, filter Remains, yeah, all sorts of reasons. Yep. And look at automated, uh, automated license plate readers. You know, we can catch people coming and going, not just going. Uh, it, it is definitely a benefit to have two. Although many, many people are really allergic to these front plates. <laughs> they don't like having them. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It, just because it ruins the aesthetics of your car doesn't mean it um, should get a pass on that. Uh, I know in New Brunswick, another uh, another eastern province, uh, they have the option where you can actually purchase two plates and have them on your vehicle. And that's for when you're traveling outside of New Brunswick because they only require one, but they have the option. Well, if I, I, I like the idea of being able to get one of those airbrushed license plates in the front that says, you know, uh, sun lover or something like that. No. Sun lover? Yeah, sun. The sun. Soleil. I'm cool. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. Everyone in Florida has some kind of airbrushed custom front plate. Uh, are parking enforcement's real police officers? Parking enforcement officers are not police officers, although police officers can write parking tickets. Uh, parking enforcement officers are civilians, and they're, it's, it's a specific job that, that is all about keeping the city moving by ensuring that people don't put their cars when they're not supposed to. Right. They're sworn in as uh, bylaw enforcement officers and can enforce uh, bylaws within the city of Toronto. Um, but do they have the powers of a police officer? No. Are they in uniform? Are they fantastic witnesses to see crimes that are mm -hmm. happening? And do they have a radio that can get a hold of us very, very quickly so we can respond? Part of yes, the family. Yes, they do. So. Now, when you, if they're assaulted, and we have been seeing an increase of assaults against uh, parking enforcement officers, uh, they are peace officers when they are in the process of their uh, duties. And if they're assaulted as such, uh, the charges are higher than if you're just assaulting another citizen. So it's, it's not okay to, to touch a parking enforcement officer. Right, because they're in the course of their duty enforcing the law. Mm -hmm. So. The mayor is also a peace officer when they are a marrying. When they're marrying? <laughs> when they're marrying. Uh, Gunwant Narang says, uh, if you have an AZ license but driving a G vehicle, do you still need zero alcohol in your system or no? Uh, so it is specific to the motor vehicle that you're operating. So just like a better example maybe is if you get your G-class license and you're over the age of 21 and you're allowed to have more than zero, but then you go ahead and get a learner's permit, an M1, uh, learner's permit for a motorcycle. Well, you're not allowed to have any alcohol in your uh, system, in your blood, while you're operating a motorcycle under that permit. But with your G, you're still permitted to. It doesn't. It's not a blank. It doesn't change the, the whole license. And uh, same thing for your AZ. You're you're not allowed to have any alcohol in your system while you're operating a commercial motor vehicle. But if you qualify under the rules for G, being over 21, being 22 or older, you can have more than zero. But, but people, but it's never a good idea. To no. Be able to do zero. 
we, we always suggest no alcohol, no drugs. Like somebody earlier asked, how long until I can ha- drive after marijuana? And I'm like, I don't know, because everyone deals with it differently. And, and it's one of those things where uh, you, you, it may be legal to, to consume, but it's, it's a very different situation when you're driving a motor vehicle. Absolutely. Uh, can Canada Soros Rex says, uh, what's the law about parking too close to the edge of your driveway? I heard bumper has to be one meter away. Um, I'm not aware of any rule like that. And that's bylaw specific. It could be the area where you live has different rules, but I've never heard of that. And I wish I had a parking enforcement officer in arm's length to ask the question to. Yeah, I'm sure if you're obstructing entrance and exit from a driveway, um, an argument can be made that obstructing it and could be ticketed and towed. I wonder if it's the, do you mean the edge of the roadway or edge of the driveway on the road? Because there's two different ways to interpret that question. See, I read it as you're parking on the road, but you're too close to a driveway. See, that that sounds reasonable that you should give clearance because you can't necessarily get out of a driveway if you now have to clear another three feet of vehicle before you can start turning into this. That, That may be a thing. I just don't know about it. That's the way I read it, anyways. But I thought I was thinking about like nose to the like I I park I have a I have a, a sidewalk in front of my house, so I park with within millimeters of that sidewalk because I have a big truck, and I like to be able to open my truck. Anyway, uh, are jammers illegal in Ontario? Uh, can we use laser jammer? Sorry, we can use laser jammers in Alberta. So anything that interferes with the police uh, and their ability to enforce traffic laws specific to speeding and measure the speed of a vehicle, it's more specific the measurement of the speed of a vehicle, uh, are prohibited. So you cannot have a jammer, you cannot have a radar detector uh, in Ontario, you can't have them, you can't transport them, you can't buy them, you can't sell them. Uh, I wonder if you can look at them. No, you probably can't look at them either. Uh, They're against law. So (laughs) it's one of those things that people get really uh, funny about because, and I, I, I don't even understand why they're manufactured. I see no reason to make them available to anyone anywhere. I totally agree with you because what it does is it doesn't stop the bad driving behavior. It just suspends it for a short period of time till you think you're in the clear and then most likely you go back to your bad driving, which puts people at risk. Yeah. And it, we don't want that. It, that's it, the whole goal, right? Yeah, we want people to, to drive nicely, not for fear of getting caught, but because they understand the value of being a safe driver. And it sounds corny. Do the right thing even if no one's looking is a real thing. Like, I, I, it's really what good humans are supposed to do. Uh, Stephen Bell says, I told you, but I haven't told Sarge. I have three licenses now. Well, Stephen, you got to tell him what the licenses are. Okay. So he has three licenses now. Okay. Three licenses. Three licenses. Hopefully uh, all in the same name. Yes. Otherwise, that could be a, a, a legal issue. Yes. Uh, can I... Can I drive AR manual transmission vehicle if I gave my road test on automatic transmission? Depends on the class of vehicle and class of license that you have. Right, because commercial vehicles, you might be stuck in one type of transmission, whereas in, in you know, regular vehicles, G-class licensed vehicles, you would not be. Right, so a class, a class D, uh, a vehicle that required a class D license to operate it or a class A license to operate, um, there is a distinction between manual and automatic. And if you do not pass your test in a manual, manually operated transmission vehicle, then you cannot operate one. It takes an awful lot more skill to, to do that. Yeah. So 
And by the way, thank you, Marcy. I see uh, you, you, you sent the message out saying, if you're just joining, kindly connect to the host, tap the screen and share out the live. Much appreciated. Uh, we do appreciate when you share and tap and like and whatnot. It really does help the algorithm identify us as, as valuable content. Uh, we have a question from Golda. Is it illegal to cut through a plaza to avoid traffic? Hmm. So if you were entering the, the plaza because you had business there and then changed your mind and exited, would that be a problem? Uh, well, that happens. But if you're driving through, could you be creating an issue? Could you be trespassing? Could, it, there's different signage, and you have to look at it, because I've seen gas stations that say, you know... Uh, no through traffic? No through traffic, just for customers. And could could there be enforcement be done there? Potentially. Uh, we, we've seen it with uh, in York Region, uh, at one particular gas station I, 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 at the corner of Keel and Steeles. They used to have that, and police used to do enforcement there. I also uh, suspect that if you're trying to zip through traffic, you're probably not coming to a complete stop before mm. you entered the crosswalk. Yes. And in the city of Toronto, you have to come to a complete stop before crossing over a sidewalk, no matter where it is. So there is an offense. If if an officer was looking at you for, you know, zipping through, putting others in danger, maybe not stopping, there could be enforcement action taken. I like it. It, it just it's. It, how how much of a rush are you in to save a few seconds or even a minute uh, in traffic? It's just not worth it. And there's so much going on on a, a on private property there uh, where we see a lot of collisions. So you're you're better off not doing it. Stompin' Tom Bombardi, Bombadly, Bombadil, Stompin' Tom Bombadil. I can't say your name. Okay, is there any program to police bike lanes? I've only seen cyclists booked at College and Huron once. Um, we have. Parking officers who are constantly checking to make sure they're clear. Uh, police officers, when present, uh, when in, in, you know observing something, when driving by, will obviously stop and charge drivers that are improperly using it. I've seen people driving in them. Um, when we see it, we deal with it. But is there a dedicated bike lane uh, enforcement group? Uh, not that I'm aware of. They, you know, now and again, we'll do uh, um, campaigns where we, we spend time focusing in education, but we are on a day-to-day -day basis focused on the big four, speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and uh, of course, impaired driving. And then it's whatever we see in between. But in terms of dedicating someone to bicycle lanes, uh, I don't think that's happening right now. Now, I read this question a little bit differently, Sean, where it says, I've seen a cyclist booked at College in Huron once. I'm thinking maybe that they're talking about enforcement on cyclists. Oh. Those lanes. And I'm only assuming because of that last line in there, but... Yeah, I, I, well, what kind of enforcement are we talking? Like, well, there's people who ride e-bikes inside of bike lanes and vehicles that aren't supposed to be there, and those that, would be cyclists. Uh, absolutely. But, uh, you know, talking about cyclists that are breaking other laws, they get tickets too. I mean, again, uh, people who don't follow the rules of the road, the cyclists are absolutely eligible for tickets. Yep, but I'd love to know more, Stop and Tom, what exactly you were looking for, because I interpreted it one way, and Sarge saw other stuff, and... And both may be correct. Neither could be correct. Who knows? Uh, question from Radar19271. What can you say about the auxiliary program pros and cons? Uh, if you are looking for an amazing way to volunteer for your city, uh, for somebody else's city, if you're looking for a unique and, and uh, very rewarding volunteer experience, I totally endorse it. I did it for 12 years. I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. If you're not planning on becoming a police officer. And I say this because... Well, let me rephrase. If you're too young or you can't qualify right now, uh, uh, 
for a police officer or for whatever reason you're looking for life experience, you might still want to have a career later in policing and start as an auxiliary. But if you can pass the qualifications today and you want to be a police officer and that's your goal, then go apply to be a police officer. And if there's some reason you don't qualify, then go be an auxiliary officer and then come back and try. But but there's no reason to, to delay joining the police service unless you cannot do it right now. I, 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 in some ways, as much as I had a great time volunteering as a as a, as a uh, auxiliary officer, there was a hiring freeze. That's why I became an auxiliary. I would have applied directly to be a police officer twelve years earlier, had that been an option. And then my my career path changed. I had some great experiences. I don't regret it. But twelve years more time as a police officer would mean I would be in a very different role today, likely. Yeah, but, most likely. However, yeah. I, I am where I am, and I'm happy where I am, and it was the right thing because I did all the things, and I'm here. So whatever whatever path takes you, but uh, don't think that you have to do auxiliary to get hired. If you pass this stuff, we'd love to have you as a police officer, assuming you qualify. Okay. Uh, full G and... What is this? A full G and a fishing and a... Oh, the licenses. licenses. Yes, a full G... A fishing license and a marriage license. Very congratulations. good. Congratulations. Yes, congratulations indeed. I didn't even think about the fact that there's a marriage license. Yes, absolutely. Uh, plus a dog license. Aha, you have four licenses. Uh, can you get a ticket for a cracked windshield? Yes. Yes, you can. Absolutely. And depending on the severity, you could lose your license plates. Yes, it's un- it could be unsafe. unsafe. Uh, let's see here. Can you get a speeding? What is this? Is there a warning sign? Oh, if there's a warning sign that has a speed on it, but the original speed is 90, can you get a speeding ticket for not slowing down? A warning sign. Warning signs are warning signs. I'm not. I'm not so sure about what the warning sign is. Is that a yellow caution sign or an or or a like a, like an off ramp? Is that what we're talking about? Um, I'm thinking if the speed is 90, it's going to be on a highway somewhere. So I'm guessing. I'm thinking it's the yellow advisory. Ramp. So, the speed on ramps on the yellow advisory. Um, if you've ever noticed on the ramps uh, to our highways in Ontario, they are slightly canted uh, a little bit uh, to assist you getting around the corner. If you travel at that speed, going around the ramps, you are supposed to be at a zero um, slide-off coefficient. So the outside forces trying to pull your vehicle off the road will be at zero traveling at that speed. That's all it's for. So it's the safest speed you can do the ramp on. They're they're good things to listen to. And uh, when things don't, if you don't listen to it, you may find yourself not being on the road anymore. Right. (laughs) Uh, By way of sliding off of it. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) Akela says says he's got software licenses. (laughs) It's, uh, it's funny. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We talked about this one already. All right. What, if any, learner's permits do you need to drive an AZ vehicle? So actually, if you have a G-Class license uh, and you're being supervised by a qualified driver, you are a learner effectively in that, uh, that license. Now, I, A qualified driver or somebody who is employed for the purpose of instruction? instruction. I, have, I was a, un, is, that, is that what the story is? Because I was in, uh, under the impression it may be a, a licensed person who's teaching. Another person. I, I don't know. Any licensed person? I, I don't. With the appropriate license, that's what I thought, mm. but I may not be correct. 
and I, I think we should look at it. Unless you know. I don't. Know. Oh, I, I don't. I, I, I don't actually know. I, I think it's any person who's licensed. So if you have a, 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 a truck driver and they're a qualified person with the proper license, it was my understanding that they could, they could supervise. Um, I don't want to drive one of those things. I have no intention of driving a big rig. Really? I don't. Without the tra- I think as a bobber, it would be cool. With a trailer, not interested. The longer the trailer, the easier it is to, really? to back up. Yep. Looks looks harrowing. I just there's uh, there's not an awful lot of machines in this world that I have not at least controlled at least once in my lifetime. So, um, a truck, tractor trailer, I've you, driven that. You have okay. I have. Bus, I've a- driven that. Automatic or uh, or manual? Uh, manual. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been interested in how many switches and toggles to get into the different ranges. Like it's just a lot of a lot. And I've driven, and I and I'm proud to say I've driven almost everything else, but yeah. not a big rig. They're yeah, intimidating. Uh, Props to big rig driver. I even dump trucks. Like I, I don't think I want to drive one. I just well, I watch them wheel around in the city, and I think what a tough job that really is. They don't get enough credit. They they do it. They, the fact that they don't drive over everything is yeah. is really yeah, amazing. Um, and and bad so a big shout happen. out to uh, to our commercial Trucker. drivers, our yes. truckers that are trying to navigate the ones doing it safely. Absolutely. The ones following the rules, you're amazing. The ones who don't follow the rules, meh, because there's a lot of those too. Uh, but I do appreciate truckers and and what they do for uh, for in so many ways. There's so many things that commercial truck drivers and they get no credit. What they get is a lot of harassment or or, or uh, talking uh, about them taking up too much space in the highway, making speeders uh, days more difficult. Anyway, uh, let's see here. We got, we got, we got dad jokes from Zombie. Uh, we've got Stephen, uh, who, let's see here. Or oh, we've got questions or comments and discussion back here. Okay. Uh, someone was, was going it's on about. 11 o'clock it, it is oh. 11. It goes quick. It does. It goes quick. So we got a dad joke and we got a, we got a bounce. Um, someone, because I saw Tracy uh, tell people the math on how cost effective our being on TikTok is. Uh, but it, yeah, very often, and I love talking about it, people say, you're wasting, you get paid to be on TikTok, you get paid to be on social media. I'm paid as a police officer, charges paid as a police sergeant, and we have knowledge to share. Sometimes we do it on the telephone when people call, sometimes we respond to emails, and we speak to thousands of people this way on social media, answering traffic and police questions that need to get answered because the questions wouldn't be here if they knew the answer to it. And it's not easy to get a hold of a police officer who knows these answers. Um, you might get someone at the front desk who doesn't know, and they say, can't help you, or they send you to Google it. Or we try and make things simple and understandable, and we have fun in the process. Yep, absolutely. And speaking with us here is an awful lot easier than speaking of, with us at the side of the road. Oh, it gets expensive at the side it of the road. It does. It absolutely does. So if we can change your behavior talking with you now and convince you that maybe doing something wrong is not the best course of action, or just clear up some... Misconception. Misconception, miscommunication, mis, uh, wrong ideas. Mm-hmm. Why not do that here than, you know, at the side of the yeah. road? Our goal uh, really is to save you money, uh, to save you the the, uh, the heartache of, a, of collisions and, and bad days uh, where investigations, if we can either get you on board with the concept that safety is important and get you thinking about stuff that you may have ignored or just not thought of, uh, well, then we've saved, uh, we've saved you an ordeal that is worthwhile. And if we save one life through any of these episodes, it was worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, we have uh, a question from Dave Blasser. We've got a, uh, and then we're dad joking it. Okay, 
Uh, let's see here. What does Dave got to say? Hi, PC Sean. I live in a residential street, and I often have people passing me as I'm trying to pull into my driveway, either drive in or back in. Is this legal, uh, or should I yield right of way? Uh, so this is the concept that you are now slowing down, and you're signaling because you're going to either turn into your driveway or you want to pass your driveway and back in. Uh, I think backing in is the way to go. In fact, police officers uh, in Toronto and possibly other services are required to back in whenever possible. Uh, because it's the way to, for us to respond safely when we're getting back in to jump back into action. So we always back in response. Um, but is there any le legal reason not to back in? Well, you know what? you uh, And I got to say this because I always back into my own personal driveway. Me too. I live on a, on a curve on the street. It's hard to see both directions. But when I'm there and approaching my driveway, I occupy the lane. It's mine. I'm there. Um, if I come to a stop in, in my lane... People have to yield around me. Now, if people are in a rush and can get around me efficiently, safely, you're allowed to pass people. But, once again, if you're stopped and you're starting to make a maneuver and they are trying to drive around you, it's their responsibility to do to so safely. Safe. Yeah. Yep. And if not, they have to wait. Now, if you're if you're doing this turn by hugging the, the it's a two lane road, you hug you're hugging the curb, you're giving them a lot of space. But if you are taking up and boldly consuming the lane that you're in, uh, they may be dissuaded from passing you. Yep, absolutely. And you know what? Communicate properly. I back in, but I always signal before I come up there, and I let people know. I always have good eye contact with people that are coming around. Mm -hmm. And take it slow. Or walking, and I take it slow. Okay, I said there was only one question, but then this one. Uh, Trickle86 wants to know what the fine is for stunt driving dollar amount. Uh, the dollar amount is, is a range. Uh, it can be two to $10,000 uh, for the conviction. It can also come with up to six months in jail. Uh, and that is not only, um, that's not the only impact because if you were charged with stunt driving, you're looking at a, uh, a cost of towing and impoundment for the vehicle. Uh, you're looking at your suspension and your reinstatement fees. And then on conviction, you can also get a, a one to three year, three to 10 year or lifetime suspension, which is going to have an impact to your bank account too. So um, it, the although two to $10,000 is the fine amount that is listed in the, uh, in, in the, in the act, uh, there's all sorts of costs involved. So don't stunt drive is the easiest. And Dave, you're very welcome. Okay. So we have dad jokes. This is for Saturday, Sunday. I've got two. My kids think my runny nose is funny, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's sneezing. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, what time of day do dads? Uh, sorry, what time of day do dads change the most diapers? In the wee hours. Yeah. Okay, the September fourth. Uh, we were here, so it's really muggy out today. And I really well, it was gross yesterday. It's really muggy out today. I just looked out the window and I didn't see any mugs. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, what is the most important rule in zebra basketball? Three stripes and you're out. That's, that's, these are, these, I'm not even going to press the button. It's not worthy of me pressing the button. Okay, I have a, a joke from Zombie who, uh, who says... To the man who stole my diary and Bible, my thoughts and prayers are with you now. <laughs> it's always someone okay. stole something. That's good. I like it. Yes. I like it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do you have any? Uh, no. No. I uh, I have a statement. Do you know what really makes my day? What's that? The rotation of the earth. 
Indeed it does. <laughs> All right. With that, we play the traffic song. Say goodbye, and we'll be back. Uh, are we back tomorrow? No, I, I don't think we are. Uh, You're be, not? No, wait, I have to pause this. Tomorrow, I think I uh, I think we have car seat uh, install. Uh, yeah, it's 6th and 7th. We're back on Friday. Oh. No show tomorrow or Thursday. Sorry for the late breaking the news. Um, no show tomorrow or Thursday. Back on Friday. So we'll see you then. And yes, Zombie says, oh, no. Um, and what else can I tell you? Um, back to school. Hopefully everyone had a really successful first day back at school. Uh the biggest thing, again, for back-to-school safety is slow down, pay attention, focus on driving. For those walking, focus on walking. Uh, it's going to be a little, bit, a little bit of an adjustment period as everyone gets back into the uh, routine of school. And these are things that we'd like you to do all the time. You know, when they say, what's the back-to-school safety stuff? Because I've been going on all the news channels talking about it. I'm like, doing all the stuff that we tell you to do every single day, be safe. Just paying more attention to it now. Yeah. Because there are an awful lot more vulnerable road users out there. And you know what? Little ones that are going to school, they're preoccupied. School is a big stressful thing for them. So, you know what? Pay attention for, for them that are not paying attention. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I missed a message from uh, Sager who wanted to know about kick scooters. Are they legal or illegal in Ontario? They're legal in Ontario in the municipalities that allow them. Toronto is not one of them, so they're illegal here. But there are rules as to which ones are legal and not and there are a lot of them that are prohibited everywhere because they're actually motor vehicles they're, they don't comply with the pilot so uh, more on that if you go to trafficcop.ca you can actually see all the rules i have a link there okay back to the traffic song and we'll be back on friday so have a wonderful week without us we'll miss you yellow light red light green light go driving safely helps the traffic flow watch both pedestrians look out for bikes and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes yellow light red light green light go driving safely is the way to go put down your cell phone nobody needs you to text and drive on the dvt yellow light red light green light go stop at stop signs look both ways then go seat belt save your life indeed and watch your driving don't speed yellow light red light green light go driving safely is the way to go don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get freed yellow light red light green light go driving safely helps the traffic Thanks, Angela. All right, we're out of here. See you tomorrow. No, I keep saying that. It's pre-programmed in my noggin. See you Friday.